We are live. Yeah, today's shear is being sponsored by uh, our friend Fischl Gross, Lili Nishmas' father, Chaim Shmuel ben Yitzchok Mordechai, Sydney Gross of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Here, you can put that on. The Shama should have an aliyah. It's also Tubishvat. We have special fruits. We're discussing all the brachas. Beautiful. Um, it's always great to have feedback from the Hever that are watching. This one comes from Mordechai Ness. Hello, I'm very much enjoying the friendly, warm nature of Yashir. The visuals really make it next level. I wanted to point out one thought I had regarding the caper tree. After a drop of analysis online, it sees that there are two main edibles on the tree. One is the caper, which he showed in the jar. The other is called caper berry, which is longer and has a stem. They both come from the bud. But the caper is the bud removed prior to opening into a flower, and the caper berry comes from the open flower. I'll show you a picture of what he means. Therefore, it seems to me that the pircha perach of the Gemara refers to actually the caper berry, avion, is not the caper. The caper is the tamaris, because I didn't know what the tamara was, and he thinks he does, so I'm going to show you what he has. If you look at some of the pictures, they do, like, they do look like dates, like tamaris, and they are sometimes close to the leaf. Those are adama because not ripe, they taste bitter and need salting to be edible. So what I'm saying is that capers are probably adama and not aids. Unless you say that now it's different because we're planting it for the caper, although technically it's not the fruit, it should be adama, all the best, Mordechai Ness. Now, what's very interesting, I found, this is the picture that I kind of put together, and I even put a little jar here and I pointed to the avionos and kafrisen. This comes from the website, some tree website, trees in, uh, in the Talmud or something. And look at his thing. It has a similar flower, it has the jar in the corner, and it says Kafrisen. But anyways, he's pointing to different things. What I pointed to Aviyonos, he's pointing to Tamaris. Beginning of growth of Aviyonos. And this is a Kafrisen. Bikitzer, Ayin Shom, feedback. That's this. Put that over here. Here's a guy on a treadmill, Moshe Salomon on a treadmill, or this should be uh, whatever it is, some sort of device. David Dimbert is coming to visit us, maybe even tomorrow. It says, I'm fortunate to be visiting from the U.S. and hope to be able to attend the Shear one day this week. I recall Rebelli mentioning that parking is an issue. I don't want to be late or make trouble with the neighbors. Can you offer advice about where to park? The truth is, everybody needs a little advice. I'm going to mention again, it's... They don't allow, it's private parking next door in the building. One of the ideas that we were throwing out there is that we will be, we'll buy a gate for that parking lot. And we're looking for people to be mishtatev. I asked three people that have cars and three people so far said yes, they'll be mishtatev. It's about a thousand shekel a year to have parking whenever you want. You get a remote control and come in. So if anybody is interested in being mishtatev, that's one thing. And as a guest... We will, well, what we should do probably is have a remote control, whoever's in charge here will open up for guests, because guests are chashev, and they'll have also free parking. Um, otherwise, as you're coming up Nachal Noam, just park whenever you can grab a spot, and you walk about 100, 200 feet, and you'll get there. Bam. Visitors parking, exactly. One more, one more, because it's a, hopefully it's a shorter daf today. Dear Rabbi Stefanski, this is the first time that I've, been, that I've learned daf yoimi. I always wanted to learn more, but it always appeared to be too intimidating. Thank you for making the shear friendly and fun. I also greatly appreciate the eight-minute review. 
as there are days where I don't understand as much of the daf as on other days. Making time to teach the daf and the eight minute review every day must not always be easy for you, so I'd like to thank you very much. It's always not easy, not on some days. I really appreciate it and wish you and those who help you. Ah, he realizes that there are those who help. There are many that help. Yishkoyach for everybody. Atzlacha, good health, and all good things. Simcha, frid. And let's do today's daf. We are holding on today's daf. We're supposed to be holding the flamen ches, omid aleph on top. Top line. Omer le'abaya. Rav Yosef. Mm-hmm. Hai kubo da'aro. We discussed this yesterday, the kuba da'aro. It's a soft dough, a liquidy dough, maybe like a pancake batter. It's made out of flour and water. And you put it in the ground, or in the Gemara's case, you put it in the oven. The oven heats it up and creates some sort of bread kind of thing. You think it's bread? It remains dough. Dough that has a little bit of a crust to it. You're eating dough. And what broth do you make on dough? You make a mizarnas on dough. This is getting out of hand. My piece is lost again. I had it a minute ago, I thought. Where is it? No. Okay, give me that. Give me that. That's a What is it going to be magnetized to? As soon as shear is over, I find it. Okay. It is there? Oh, under the chair. Excuse me. Okay. Sorry. Zogdi Gemara Marzutra Kovasu Dose Ilove. Ubarch Ilove. I believe this is uh, one of the Makaras that we always know. Kovea Suda, Kovea Suda. If you eat pizza, you Kovea Suda. If you eat, there's a lot of things that if you're Kovea Suda, you decide this is my meal. Let's say you eat a, a lot of a ton of chocolate cake or. Yushalmi Kugel, whatever it is, maybe you Kaveh Sudan. Those are where the Shailas La Halacha pop in. How much pizza do you eat to be Kaveh Suda, etc.? Huh? An airline meal. Is there such a concept of a Mazinus roll, etc., etc.? Kaveh Suda, you say there is no such thing, right? And that's why there are a lot of people, because if you Kaveh Suda, So, if you convey on this liquidy, if you convey on this liquidy, oh, a suuda, this kuba da ara, marzutru veka hamoitzi, and a birgisam mazam. Amar marba ravashi, va adam yoitzabem yudechavas ve pesach. In fact, you could be yoitzam matzah, not only could you be yoitzam, my timer. It's a really silly looking kind of bread. It looks like a poor man's bread. And therefore, you yoitzo matzo. And now we're going into the sugya of juices. What bracha do you make on fruit juice? This is a tremendous chiddush because in the Torah, when we're talking about dates, and you have them on the table, two shvat, the Torah calls a date, dvash. That's how the Torah calls it. And now he's asking, what bracha do you make on the dvash of the tomorrow? And nevertheless, we'll see that the actual date is called dvash. 
But the dvash of the tamara is different. It's the honey that comes out of the date. It's considered just moisture that comes out of the date. Keman, kaitano, it's not dvash tamarim. So now we're going to go through different juices. Dvash tamarim. tapuchim. Apple cider. Vechoymetz sivoniois. Sivoniois are the late blooming grapes. They can never become, they, you can't make regular wine out of them. They're always going to be vinegar. Ushar me perishal truma. And all juices, orange juice, apple juice, all juices. What's that? Lacha revelezem achayev kerem v'chaymish. So it goes like this. Truma, if you eat truma, you take an apple, you take out a, a bite out of an apple that's truma, you have to pay back the base hamigdash, you pay back the koyhanim, an apple plus a fifth. That's if it's an apple. What if it's apple juice? So from the fact that he tells you, Rabbi Lezer holds, that if you drink apple juice of truma, you have to pay back a bottle of apple juice plus a fifth, that means he holds that the apple juice is an apple. And male if it's an apple, what bracha do you make on an apple? You make eights. So Rabbi Lezer, Mechayev, Karen V'chaymish. Rabbi Yeshua, Poiter. Rabbi Yeshua holds that you potter, you don't, you don't have to pay truma back a Karen V'chaymish because it's not a fruit. And if it's not a fruit, you don't make eights. What bracha do you make on it? A shahako. Why can not both things be true at the same time? Shahako, but you have to pay No, because it's no longer truma. It's not, it's not, it's not what truma was. Once it changed, we'll see in a second. Here, it says like this. Oh, do we miss something? No. Okay. Says Rashi, you mash something, semi-mashed. Rava didn't understand what he was talking about. He simply didn't remember the word trima. It's an Aramaic word. He didn't know what he was referring to. We have had the Rava, my comrade, Yosef Ravina came the Rava, and Rava Ravina was sitting there. Oh my lay, the Shumshay Koharmis. Are you talking about crushed sesames? They take, you take sesame, crush it, you make some tchin out of it, you make oil, whatever you make out of it. Oh, the Kurtin make Koharmis. Are you talking about saffron? Also, you crush it. Oh, the Purtin of Koharmis, you crush the grape pits, you make something called Temet out of it. Since he's asking all these questions, ask you Rava Ledaite. Rava all of a sudden remembered. You're for sure. Oh, I chap. From all these questions, he chapped that we're talking about something crushed. Exactly what's crushed? He's not sure. Now you remind me. These dates of Truma, Mutter Lassis Mem Truma. This is Isser to destroy Truma. You're allowed to make. Trima, you're allowed to crush a date. Why? Because it still remains a date. It still has the tzur of a date. It has its original fruit, whatever it is. You're not allowed to make beer out of it. By, by reducing it so much that it turns into a liquid and you're making it beer, that's considered destroying the truma. And memela, you're not allowed to do it out of truma. Anyone? The, the what? The, 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 the,
who did who changed the formula? Because it's called truma. Is this? No, no, no. That's when it was a regular fruit. You made it a liquid, and then you made truma. Yeah, different, different ways. It doesn't really bother us that much. A guy was over on it. A guy, I mean, if somebody made it, did an insert, but you know, you have that. Now, what do you do? Once you have, once you have, uh, once it's changed. So if you have dates and you made, you crushed it a little bit, you mashed it a little bit, you make eight. My time up, and is still in the original form. Okay. Now, this, this Gemara is the source for a lot of different questions. What about mashed potatoes? What about avocado salad? You take something and you mash it. Or applesauce. Applesauce is a big one. You re- applesauce, you don't, you don't, it doesn't have the form. You put it in a blender, you don't, it doesn't look like anything. Right, so, so cook, the cooking is this, we said, is not such a problem, maybe. Cooked, we're going to see in a second. What? Oh. So, Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach and the Achronim, they say that if it has like pieces in it, pieces of fruit remaining in it, then it's still okay. Orange juice, I was myself misopic because I, I'm sure everybody discusses just today as I'm learning, I didn't really see. But if you plant something for juice, that's different. If you plant, so oranges, I think they plant it for the juice, especially in Florida, whatever. Maybe it's planted for both. But if it's planted specifically for juice, then it has halacha like, like, a, like, a, like a fruit. And so eight, because that's what they planted it for. What about popcorn? Popcorn is, why do you make a dom on popcorn? I think they say because that's the derech. It was made for that. What? No, you don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. But that's what it should be. It should be. What? And? Does it look like corn to you? If you show Avram Avinu a popcorn, you think he's going to know what it is? No, he wouldn't know. Oh, that's what they say. They say about popcorn because that's the derech. The derech to, to do it is like that. Ah, it's mamish moridik. Mamish like the Israeli shir. <laughs> Anyways, the Mishabura just says, uh, as a side note, I don't know if it's, if it's so practical, but the Mishabura says anytime you come across, let's say, applesauce or something like that, you should, make, you should eat two things before it. You should eat something that has a chiv of aloeits and burnafashas, and like that, yoits everything. Yeah. Fine. What about this? I have a product you might, you guys here in America not so, in Nerdstone, not so familiar. What bracha do you make on this? Everybody knows the bracha, right? What's the bracha? Everybody says shahakal. What bracha could this be, in, not only in shahakal? Why? This is chamesh saminim. It has chamesh saminim in it. Kol chamesh saminim has to be mizaynas. Why is this not mizaynas, Rabbi Say? Because they made it, that's what they planted, to make the... To make By the, the way, if you want to see what Budweiser looks in Israel here, has a little shtickle, Budweiser sticker. Bira Budweiser. They made it, like you said. A, B, and V, 
Leuven, Belgia. Yeah, what? If they planted it, the whole thing they, they planted is ordered no, no, to no. make beer, right? In Chamisa Minim, you don't have to plant for anything. If it's in the product, it's a Mazinus, automatically, unless it's a binder. Yes. What? You, you, could, you could have it. Here, why don't you? This bud's for you. Zokti Gemara. So, Tysus has a bunch of theories, and this is very interesting. Tysus starts off the first Tysus. Um, Whoa, you gotta be careful with the camera. If you look at says, our beer, I've got the Let's say it has a Let's say it has a And he says like this The beer is only a flavor that comes out. He gives another reason. At the end of the day, the final stage is bread. So you're in the middle stage. Middle stage, we said, you don't, you don't do uh, a mezoinus. He says, at the end of the day, you're drinking it, and then if you go to Taisvis, you skip to Taisvisim. Look at like five lines from the bottom of the page. It says, Nobody fills himself with beer. You drink it because you want to drink it, but not to fill yourself. Comes out, says any product that has the five minim, but it's not made to satiate yourself. So he gives a bunch of reasons why it's shahakal. Shatisa, what shatisa? You take grain and whatever, right here. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm looking about something else. What we said before, zroim. Okay, I should write more clearly next time. Shatisa, you take kernels and you toast them. You dry them out. You toast them up. They become nice and sweet. You add a little oil and salt. It's a nice product called Shatisa. Rav Omar Shahakol Niebit Varoi, Ushmul Omar Boire Minem Zainois. No. Dry kernels. Crunch. We Omar Avchiz Dabaloi Pligi, Haba Ova, Haba Raka. Depends. Ova Lachilo Avdi, if it's really thick, it's made for food, for eating. MMA law, you make a Boire Minem Zainois. Rakal or Fuko Avdi law. So says. Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda comes along and he says, there's no machlaikas here. They actually, they're talking about two different things. Two different items. If it's a thick shatisa, it's made for food. A thin shatisa is made for medicine purposes and memela is shahakal. Medicinal purposes. Masa, Rav Yosef, you tell me it's medicine, we have a problem. You're allowed to mix it up. Now we know you're not allowed to mix up medicine on Shabbos. Oh, Zaysuma Mitri is an Egyptian laxative that's made out of barley, saffron, salt. I looked it up. This guy's mom is a genius in marketing. This is a very, very comforting name. I would buy this anytime if I had laxative problem. Check this out. Isis. 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 <laughs> it's like a, puts a bomb in your stomach or something. Anyway. That's a Zaysuma Mitri. They still sell today. It says la- Egyptian laxatives. Visoka died the It's like dynamite. 
<laughs> Maybe I just named it after <laughs> this. It's like, what's the best thing that ever I... <laughs> yeah, ISIS. Shite. You have to... <laughs> exactly. That's... And this is very important. These are like big halachas here. You also hold your ladder mixed up on Shabbos. Why about If you're eating food and it gives you. What are you shaking your head still? Was that. Okay, we're not. If we get emails from people, then okay, you're onto something. At the end of the day, you're allowed to eat food if it heals you. Yeah, like some people say, Coca-Cola soothes your stomach. It's, it's, a, it's a drink. At the end of the day, it's a drink. So it causes, it has a side effect that it heals you. No! The mission says it's okay. So we're also, what? <laughs> Coca-Cola. I don't, it's, maybe it's Bob Mises, but when I was a kid, people used to tell me, just drink Coke, you'll be fine. Elamayislochlemeymar, when it comes to refuah and Shabbos, it's very important to know that it's what other people think of you. It's how people view it. And if people see that you're eating, they don't see that you attend for refuah, then it's, a, then it's fine. different It's actually, we got to move on. There's another law that says basically the same thing. He's eating it because he's hungry. And as a side benefit, he gets the medicinal Values of it. Take out the Shmuel because Rav is the one that says that Shasisa is Shahakal. Why does he have to tell me what the Brach is? If the Mishnah tells me I'm allowed to eat it, I eat it. What if the person intended as a medicine? Maybe you shouldn't make any brach at all. And that we had before, remember, with the olive oil, the nigra, whatever it was. Anytime you eat food and it gives you some sort of calories, some sort of benefit for the body, even though it's medicine, you have to make a shahako. You, only, you don't make a brach on medicine when it's nothing, just cough drops or whatever. But if it's food, then you have to make a brach. Huh? On the flavor part, without satiating, without this, I don't know about that. And, oh, you mean it's like candy? Yeah. Okay. Saying if cough drops have a flavor, then it's like candy. You have to make a bracha. Torah bottom, We know we take it for granted. We say hamoytzi lechem but why? Ma'oimer hamoytzi lechem in with a hey before the moitzi. Hamoytzi he he but it means we think it means he takes us out. He took it out of the ground. No, he took it out. It's talking about the past. Because we're talking about bread. It has to be that we're referring about the past. That took it out of the ground. So we're not talking about the future, that he's going to take it out. This bread, where did it come from? He took it out. So it doesn't really fit into Hebrew so well, the way we understand it. But that's how the Gemara understands it. Also, it could mean that the Gemara means to say that he continuously takes out. It's Hamaiti, continuously takes out in the past, in the, in, in the present, etc. Okay. But it's not shahoitzi. It's not a one-time deal. It, he continues to do it right now as we speak. Reb Nechem Yoimer, moitzi lechem in aretz. Moitzi is better because moitzi means that he took out in the past. Omarova, bim moitzi, kule amaloi pligi, da'apik mashma. If you'd say moitzi, everybody would say you're doing fine. That means he already did it. D'chsev, it says by Bilom, eil moitzi yom 
40 years later, he says he's taking them out of Mitzrayim. Obviously, he's not saying he's taking them out. He took them out 40 years ago. The hey also means in the past, as they're going to Israel, he's talking about Hamoitzi Mayim, who's all through the midbar, who gave them water. So it's in the past. So still, you see this concept. I think that would be the Pshat. So if Moitzi is good, so let's just say Moitzi. Why is everybody saying Hamoitzi? Because Hamoitzi means he's continuing to do it. Moitzi means he did it in the past one time, finished. It's better for us to know that he did in the past, plus he's going to do in the future, means in the past. If it doesn't mean in the past, then Moitzi without a hey is better. We want to get to Hamoitzi where it means everything. Oh, right. That's, that's the end of the Gemara. That place is going to talk about that. So Reb Nechemi holds that Hamoitzi means in the future. Shenemar Hamoitzi Eschem Mitacha Sivlitz Mitzrayim. In the future, Hakadosh Baruch is going to take you out of Mitzrayim. So Hamoitzi means in the future. Says Reb Nechemi. That's why I cannot use the word Hamoitzi with the hey. Rabbanon Ahu Hachi Kamer Lohu Kuchibrichuli Yisrael. What? How do you? How do I fit in the past into a future thing that's going to happen? Says the Gemara. Come up. Pick the Lohu. When I'm going to take you out in the future, I'm going to do something that's going to be obvious, that's going to be Beresh Gali, everybody's going to know. So then, if we move forward to the future, then it's going to be Hamoitzi, I took you out in the past, then everybody knew I took you out. So Hamoitzi does mean in the past. When? In the future, you're going to look back to the past. Then you're going to know that it's going to be very obvious. Says Gemara story. They said to Reb Zeira, "There's a great person. His name is Bar Rav Zvid, the brother Achud Reb Shim Bar Rav Zvid. Don't gadol who is a great man who baki be brachas who, and he knows all brachas. Amalem lekeshiyav liyatchem aviu liyadi. It's always the same ending in Shas. Every single time you say somebody's great, I need to test him, and then they test him, and he messes up. Sometimes he's even greater." That what? Speak good about people. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, you got him into trouble by by being shabbat. Zim lechada. No, they do have stories like that. They're even greater. Than, you're only saying they met the messed up ones. The guy that he proved himself wrong. Fine. No, a story that we can learn something, a tachlit from it. Zim lechada ikle gabei. One day he so happened, unfortunately, to pass by Marzutra's place or Rabzeir's place. So they, they give him the test. They give him a piece of bread. Pasach Omar Moitzi without the hay. Omar. So Rabzeri says, So Shoimer Lo Don Gadol. Poof. Who baki brachasu? Shemirachim. Bishleimim Omar Hamoitzi. If he would have said it with the hay, Ashminu time of Ashminu Dilchasik Rabbanon. Now I can understand Pshat in the pasuk of Hamoitzi Eschem. Does Hamoitzi mean in the past? Could could we say that it means in the future we look back to the past? He's going to explain Pshat in the pasuk. He, we, he took the easy way out. He took mighty. No, how, many, how much time do I have? 15? It's more than enough. We can do two daft today. Today we're going to do a little bit of Lamites also. Ashmin on time of Ashmin. And I'll tell you that Hamoiti means in the past, and that's how we say it. Why would he take the easy way out? Ah, he's not a god. A true Paisik could, says it the way it is. He paskins on the spot. It's like the more of the Ehud, the Ovad. And why did the, the, what's his name, Rav Marbar, whoa, Bar Rav Zvid, Bar Rav Zvid, why did he say it like that? Why did he take these? 
don't want to involve himself in Machlokes. No big surprise, this is what we say today. The Kaimelon, Kirabonon, the Amri, the Apik Mashma. Because Hamoitzi means in the past. Now we have to see Taisus. Taisus is like this. Vilchasa. Hamoitzi. Vavagav, the Bemoitzi, Kulamaloi, Pligi, the Apik Mashma. Why don't we just say Moitzi? Shaman first time, Okadishloi, Voice, Yois. Kigoin, Hoilam, Moitzi. So look over here for a second. If we said mighty right after the word Ha'ilam, the Mems are touching each other, and it sounds like the guy in Manchester said that I shouldn't say Melech Ha'ilam. I was hoping that he finally, but it didn't work out. So I still don't have shot in Manchester. Tyson says, but the other problem we didn't resolve. Lechem, in Ha'aretz, the two Mems together as well, that we didn't resolve. You could stop, but people don't stop. People move. They barely want to say the bracha. Yeah, oh, the crux of it is a positive. This is from a Pasuk, so we're quoting a Pasuk, and therefore we cannot chop it up, and it is what it is. There's two mems together. But we should be mocked with we should make a little bit of a period, not too much, a little bit. And here Tysus says a very interesting thing. You grab the bread like this when you say the bracha. Have you ever seen? I think Sfardim are makbid on it. Maybe we should, what? Like this, like this. Okay, anyway. Fine. Vegetables are like bread. Ma pas shinishtana yadeur. You have to, in order to make bread, you have to put it into the fire, into the oven. Afirokis nami shinishtana yadeur. Even vegetables that are cooked, their bracha remains the same. So the Gemara explains. You see from here that cooked vegetables, you make adama. Dorsh rav chizdom shum rabenu manu rav. Who's Rabbeinu? Rav. Most of the time we say Rabbeinu's Rav. Although even on today's day we'll see a little different soon. Shloka is mevarchem aleim boire priyadama. So we have a big machlaikis here. What bracha do you make on cooked vegetables? <coughs> cooked vegetables, cooked, uh, cooked fruit. So Rav says you make boire priyadama. Rav is saying, Ayyar demer tzisrol, umanu ulo, mishmed rabbi yoichanon, rabbi yoichanon was in tzisrol, ulo brought alach rabbim. We're going to see soon that's not so posh that that's what Rabbi said. Ulu says that that's what he said. Very interesting. There are vegetables that start out hadama, and there are vegetables that start out shahakol. What's the pshat? If it starts out shahakol and shlokoi, and then you cooked it and it became better, then you make boyer priyadama. Explains the Gemara. Now, Tysus points out, there are vegetables that start out good before you cook them. You could eat a carrot as is, and you could eat a carrot after you cook it. There's no difference. So obviously in both cases, you're going to make a hadama. We're discussing things that change when you cook, either for the better or for the worse. If you cook it, What's a great example? Bechurava, cabbage. You can't eat cabbage when it's raw. 
Usilka, beets. You're going to eat a beet, raw. doesn't taste like anything. Potatoes you can't eat. Potato. They didn't have potatoes in those days. They just discovered them, no? Yeah. Yeah, they just discovered them. They didn't, they didn't have it in time of Tysus. I don't mean six years ago. I mean like... 400 years ago. Even less. In Russia, whatever. Fine. Basilka, Vikara, pumpkin. You, can, you can't eat pumpkin raw. So what? If you eat pumpkin, beets, and cabbage as is, what bracha do you make? Crazy chiddush. Shahakal. Rabbi, if you just came for this, it's Kedai. It's uh, one of these things, you'll get everybody. Not today's cabbage. Not today's cabbage, okay. But non-edible cabbage. Anything, you decide what it is. A potato, fine, potato. What broccoli do you make if you take a bite out of potato? Shackle. I took a bite out of, worst mistake I've ever made in my life. I took, uh, I was walking by an olive tree and I ate an olive off a tree. It is the absolute worst tasting thing I've ever tasted. It stayed in my mouth for hours. I couldn't get it out. It like sticks to the side. You're supposed to make, I don't know, like Borg Dynamis on that. It's like, it's not even Shahako. <laughs> it's the word, don't ever try it, trust me. Don't say, oh, he tried it, I'm going to, it's not Kedai. It's like the time my son told me that he got uh, stung by a uh, jellyfish in Florida. So I looked at it, I said, you're crazy, big deal. So I put my foot on it. Don't ever try it. <laughs> not Kedai. It looks nice and blue and cuddly. Not Kedai. <laughs> What? Yeah. While you're crying in pain, you're watching the 8-Minute Doubt. That would be a beautiful picture. But what if it starts out as a regular vegetable, shlokoi, and then you, and then you cook it? It's shahakol. Wow. If you take garlic... And you eat it as is, it's a hadama. If you cook garlic, you ruin it, it becomes a shahakal. So you're looking at me, people are making these funny faces. Oh, why does it get ruined? Says Taisvis, you have to see Taisvis. Taisvis do I'm asking, Mishkachzla betume vikarti. Vim Taimar, vare nire leinayim, we see with our own eyes, da bishu mashbichan. What are you talking about? Everybody knows that if you cook garlic, it makes your food better. Even in Taisvis' time. You didn't understand pshat, says Taisus. Garlic makes your food great when you put it in a soup and the salt from the soup goes into the garlic and the chicken of the soup goes into your garlic. But if you take a piece of garlic and put it into regular water and cook it up, you destroy the garlic. It does nothing that you can't eat it anymore. That's what he says. Try it out. This you can try. So you make a shahakal on garlic that was cooked. Now listen, if you like it like that and it's great for you, then not. But the Gemara tells us that garlic works well raw. The garlic that we're familiar with is always garlic that comes with other vegetables and other stuff and it absorbs the flavor from the... That's what Taisa says. I don't know. We have to try it out. Somebody should try it out and let us know. Zog the Gemara. We have six minutes. Yeah, it takes it out, but I don't think that's what he means. We're talking about... Listen to this. Rav Nachman said... In the name of Rabbeinu. Who's Rabbeinu? Umanu Shmuel. Over here, all of a sudden, Rabbeinu Shmuel. Shlokis mevachim aleim bari priyadama. So similar that we had before. Shmuel holds that cooked vegetables like rab bari priyadama. Bechaverinu, bechaverinu, ayodim eretz Yisrael, umanu ulo, mishmei de Rabbi Yochanan, amash shlokis mevachim aleim shakal ni bedvaroi. Vani oimer bemachlegi shnuya, and I say it's actually machlegi. Why? The stanya, yoitzim biroki, karashori bimushu shlenimoyach. 
on Pesach, you take a matzah and you soak it in water. Remember yesterday we had, if you soak bread in water, and Tosh says over there, if it's, if it's over the whole night, it, it soaks for a whole night, and the water turns white, then it, it takes away, you, t- you make a shackle on that bread. But over here we're talking about less, less than the whole night, whatever it is, you soaked it in water, your yaitz according to everybody in such a matzah. Now, when it comes to cooked matzah, that's machloikis, like matzah bray, whatever. Because it didn't become disintegrated. He agrees, like, like we said, everybody agrees that if it's shoroi, it's soaked, it's okay. So this is the same as vegetables. The madama that says that you make a boy on vegetables that are cooked, we'll say that you yoytza on matzah that's cooked. And the madama that says that you say shakal on vegetables that are cooked, we'll say you're not yoytza on matzah. Cooking destroys its properties, it's no longer the original. Veloi, he says, no comparison. It's very possible that cook does not destroy anything. It ruins the flavor of matzah, and as we're going to see, the matzah and mara need a certain flavor, and you cannot remove that flavor. That vegetables would be a now here in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, different like we said before, the Rabbi Yochanan says Sha'akal. Over here all of a sudden Rabbi Yochanan says, they're saying in his name, he said Hadama. Who says it? Rabbi Barabba. And we're going to see who Rabbi Barabba is compared to. Rabbi Yochanan Bar Yefes Omar, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, the name Rabbi Yochanan, Shlokis Mubarakam Aleim, Sha'akal Niyabidvar. So we have two Talmidim. Rabbi Yom Bar Yefes says, he said Sha'akal. Rabbi Barabba says, Hadama. Which one is it? His mistake, Ula's mistake, that Rabbi Yochanan said X, Y, Z was based on the testimony of Rabbi Yochanan office that he said he heard from Rabbi Yochanan that it's a shackle. It's a mistake. How can you compare the two Talmidim? Why? He's known to be very, very medayik and looked, he repeated word for word. He knew exactly what his Rabbi said. And he learned everything from him. He wasn't such a medayik. Every 30 days he repeated his learning. Now what does it mean? All Talmud, Babli, Yerushalmi, Tesefta, everything? Says Tesis, no. Only the past 30 days he would repeat in one shot to Yochanan. In other words, Rabbi Yochanan reviewed with him, so everything he said had a faher from Rabbi Yochanan. Va'id, third reason why you can't compare the two. What? He didn't repeat his learning to Rabbi Yechon. Without these two good reasons, Musa, there's a certain bean, a turmus bean. We had it. Who, who brought Oh, where is he? He's not here now. Uh, Mr. Feder brought turmusim. We had also about turmusim. The shalkele shevazimni, you have to cook it up seven times. Big day and then you eat it after seven times being cooked. Cooking doesn't remove the properties. You make uncooked turmus, adama. So we have three reasons why cooked vegetables, according to Rabbi Yechonon, should be adama. And perhaps a fourth reason. I saw him eat an olive that was soaked in salt for a few days. In Gemara always, Salt is the same thing as cooking. It has the same kind of effect on food. Now we have a cooked olive. Before and afterwards. And if you're going to tell me that it remains, cooked vegetables remain vegetables, 
But if you hold that cooked vegetables are not vegetables, are not vegetables. Okay, so at least you have to, you can't be in the from this world without a bracha, you make a shakal. So I saw a nice pshat that is machlokes later on. If burden of fashis is only on not natural, like eggs and meat, things that don't grow out of the ground. But over here, what, you can't make a bracha on turmusin. You can't make, what are you going to do on, 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 on this, on, I'm sorry, on this, on this olive that's, that's, in, uh, that's in salt? You can't make a mayur and a on fruit? Says the Gemara, it doesn't really fit so well into the word. Dilma, mayur and a fashis, rabbis v'chesroin, ha'komah Perhaps he did make a mayur and a I just want to re-emphasize the tesis again. Because I noticed today, the, the grandson, he, he drinks milk. That's all he drinks. You feed him a bottle. And he's going to drink milk day after day, 20 times a day for the next year. Because could have done this for us also. Give us bread. And we eat bread, bread, bread. All day long. He gave us all these extra beautiful things, these dates, these fruit, the, all this stuff. That's the bracha that we make. Should we stop here? We'll keep on going for a minute. There's a lot of people that come in for davening. But say there one minute. We're talking about marar. How can you be yotzim marar? Yotzim and be'ukelach shalem, right? We use the stalk of the marar. That's fine. Aval le'kvushim, not pickled, v'le'shlukim and not cooked. V'le'shlukim v'le'mugushalem. Not pickled and not uh, whatever it is and, and cooked. Why not? Why can't you have marar that's cooked? Shlukim amayloi. Shani hasan, debi'in and tam marar v'leka. It removes the flavor. It's considered a vegetable perhaps. And you can make a adam on it. It's just not moror. Have a wonderful day. Oh, they donated stuff. If you're watching all the way to the end, they give us a great deal on coffee. They give us a great deal on the Tubishva products. And again, Lili Nishmas, Fischl's father, Chaim Shmuel, Ben Yitzchak Mordechai. I got it, I got it.